Approach to Vaccines Following Respiratory Illness, a conversation with Jennifer Brown. Good afternoon, and welcome to our series of webinars focused on bringing you information about COVID-19-related topics. The information in these weekly webinars is geared toward long-term care and skilled nursing facilities, but we encourage everyone who's interested to attend. Today, we'll be discussing the bivalent booster timing and approach to vaccines following respiratory illness. My name is Kathy Caudill. I'm a communications specialist with Quality Insights, and now I'd like to introduce our guest today, Jennifer Brown. Jennifer is a quality improvement specialist and infection preventionist at Quality Insights. She is a registered nurse with over 10 years of experience in a variety of healthcare settings, most recently serving as Director of Staff Development and Infection Prevention in Long-Term Care. She has also led several quality improvement and infection control initiatives in acute and ambulatory settings. Jennifer, welcome back and thank you for joining us again. Thank you so much, Kathy. Good afternoon, everyone. In today's webinar, we'll discuss the approach to vaccines following respiratory illnesses. During these winter months, respiratory illnesses are common and it's important to stay up to date with all recommended vaccinations, especially the updated COVID bivalent booster. Today, we'll talk about how to approach vaccination when respiratory illnesses are prevalent in your communities and when you have recovered from a respiratory illness. So speaking um, about COVID-19 vaccines and boosters, COVID-19 vaccines are a safe and effective way to help protect against severe COVID-19 infections, hospitalization, and death. Although it is possible for those who have been vaccinated against COVID-19 to contract the virus, those who are up to date with boosters are much less likely to experience severe symptoms than people who are unvaccinated. Who is eligible for the uh, bivalent booster? So adults who have completed their primary vaccine series and who have received their last COVID-19 vaccine dose at least two months ago are eligible for the bivalent booster. Currently, there is no recommended waiting period between getting a COVID-19 vaccine and other vaccines. Individuals can get a COVID-19 vaccine and other vaccines including the flu vaccine at the same visit. For individuals who have recently recovered from an acute illness, there is no need to wait to receive the vaccine after the illness has improved. Um, as soon as the um, symptoms have improved, you are eligible to get the vaccine. If you recently had a COVID-19 infection, if that's the infection that you're recovering from, you may consider delaying your next vaccine dose, uh, whether a primary dose or a booster, by three months. Uh, certain factors could be reasons to get a vaccine sooner rather than later, such as personal risk of severe disease, risk of disease in a loved one or close contact, local community levels, the uh, most common you know, COVID-19 variant currently causing illness in your area. These risk factors should be discussed with your healthcare team. But in general, those at high risk for serious COVID illness should not wait for three months to get their vaccine. 
Uh, however, if your healthcare team determines that it is best to wait, three months should be counted from when your symptoms started. Or if you had no symptoms, it would be from when you first received your positive tests. So what if the vaccine that you had for the original series is not available? The CDC does not recommend mixing products for your primary series dose, but if you receive the Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, or Novavax for the first dose of your primary series, you should get the same product for the following primary series. If those are not available for your booster, you can get um, another mRNA vaccine for the booster. For those who are immunocompromised, there are special considerations um, as the immune response to COVID-19 vaccines may not be as strong as those who are not immunocompromised. What uh, makes someone moderately or severe consume immunocompromised? Some people have a weakened immune system due to a medical condition or because they are taking immunosuppressive medications or treatments. Some examples include, but are not limited to, active treatment for solid tumor or hematologic malignancies, currently taking immunosuppressive therapy after organ transplant, advanced or untreated HIV infection, or active treatment with high-dose corticosteroids. If you're unsure about your condition, make sure to discuss how COVID-19 vaccines will affect your specific medical condition with your healthcare provider. For those who are moderately or severely immunocompromised, a third primary dose may prevent seriously, serious and possibly life-threatening complications from COVID-19. The third dose is not a booster dose. It is included in the individual's primary vaccine series. Once the primary vaccine uh, series is complete, you should get one updated bivalent booster using Pfizer or Moderna if it has been more than two months since the last vaccine dose. You will be considered up to date with your COVID-19 vaccines immediately after getting your updated bivalent booster. So we have a question here, Jennifer. It says, curious if most people are delaying the bivalent booster for 90 days post-COVID illness. So um, that has been some feedback. That's why we wanted to really get that information out, that it is not generally necessary to do that. Um, and I'm not sure if anyone else on the team has heard different reasonings or why uh, they may be delaying the COVID-19 uh, booster, uh, bivalent booster. But, um, you know, it's important, especially if, uh, the individual in high-risk groups, um, including those in our skilled nursing facilities uh, who have a high risk for COVID-19 infection, get that booster as soon as possible in most cases. All right. I'd like to thank you all for joining us today. Jennifer, thank you for joining us again. Thank you. If you want to contact Jennifer directly, you can reach her at 1-800-642-8686 and enter extension 9864.
You can also email her at jbrown at qualityinsights.org. You can check out our other interviews by visiting qualityinsights.org slash qin slash multimedia.